listening to Amanda Victoria. It's a personal podcast that I created with AV Aesthetics. It's to document my journey as a solo esthetician. And tonight we're going to be talking about food insensitivities and intolerances. And I, I don't want to talk about food allergies just because I think we all know that food allergies are a little bit more of on the grander scale of things. Um, that's kind of like a don't bring your peanut butter to school kind of stuff. And that's not really what I want to talk about. What I'm talking about is what we eat can present itself on our skin and dermatitis. Dermatitis is an infection of the skin cells. It's whenever we have either rashes, hives, or any sort of flare to our skin that is caused and sort of a reaction from something external, which in this case would be food. So tonight we're going to talk about a little bit more about my journey with that, just because here's the thing, guys, I'm not a licensed dietitian. I'm not a licensed nutritionist. And so I don't want anybody to take anything that I say in this podcast, very literal or medically accurate. All I'm doing is sharing with you guys knowledge that I have from the past seven years of being an esthetician and also the knowledge that I've acquired through research whenever I went through my time with my skin. So tonight is going to be a little bit more out of my scope and that's okay. I, I can still talk about stuff because I still talk about this stuff with my clients Whenever I, I take a look at people's skin, the first thing I'm actually looking for is uh, signs of a food insensitivity. Um, because actually, you know, milk, sugar, wine, and gluten actually have particular faces. The dairy is going to have a lot more of a sunken face, a lot more gray, and bags under your eyes, and a lot of pimples in your cheeks. And gluten is going to have a lot more of that weird yeast color to your skin that's in patches. And also, like we were talking about with the malassezia folliculitis, those very, very fine, small flesh-colored bumps. It's like no matter what we do, we can exfoliate, we can do peels, but we're still getting these strange flesh-colored bumps on our skin. And it's almost, it looks like chicken skin. And the, the funny thing is that, you know, I'm a part of a very huge nationwide esthetician group. And one girl had actually mentioned um, the gluten allergy with, in conjunction with a picture that was being shown. And you could see her neck. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking more. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand. This looks like a normal neck. But it was only normal because it was the same neck that mine looked like. And I have a gluten allergy. And then we looked at a picture that 
didn't have a gluten allergy. And it was unreal. I, I, I just thought that my skin was my skin. That was the skin I've had since I can, re- you know, obviously remember since I was little. And it's that chicken skin. It's the small flesh color bumps that are being just present because of a gluten allergy. And so what we don't realize is that the same happens to our skin. When we look at our skin on our face, we automatically look at the pimples, we look at the hyperpigmentation, we look at the red inflammation. But what we're, what we're not seeing is the signs that our body is trying to give us when it comes to food intolerances. Wine, same thing. You're, you're probably going to see a lot of breakouts in the middle of your forehead by your eyebrows. Um, our face actually has a map to it. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen, you know, the face mapping articles, the pictures, the different zones of the face that correlate to different places in the body. And it's true to an extent. There are a lot of pictures out there that are not real. They're not right. They're incorrect. And it's hard to correlate those things because it's not been proven. But if you want to, you know, prove acupuncture and acupressure, yeah, or a subluxation of the spine, of the spinal cord and the vertebrae, you almost have to throw it into the same concept of correlating different parts of your face with different parts of your body and your organs. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about. So for me, I have a very, very huge insensitivity to gluten, dairy, and red wine. And they all react differently. They all have a different way of showing up on my skin and affecting my body. And for a long time, I didn't realize it because I wasn't paying attention. And it wasn't until, like I said, when I started having really bad problems with my skin that I dove a little bit deeper into this stuff, this topic. So whenever I was under the impression that I was having an overgrowth of candida in my gut, that's what really brought me into the gut health stuff. And so a lot of food intolerances and sensitivities go hand in hand with our gut health because anything that goes on in the digestive system is going to affect our immune system. So our immune system is actually what makes up 70% of our intestines. And that's so crazy because you think your, your immune system is your whole body. Well, the majority comes from our gastrointestinal area. So anything that we put into our body, it has to come out. And whether that comes out one way, it's going to come out another. And so that's what food intolerances and food sensitivities are. It's the way that it's coming out. And so you're going to see a lot of correlation between gastrointestinal issues and skin issues and mental issues, mental health issues, like we talked about in the last podcast. So systematic contact dermatitis, which is basically the infection or the inflammation of skin cells, when you ingest a specific food, like we were talking about gluten, dairy, sugar, wine, whatever, it can actually cause the dermatitis through the inflammation. So systematic contact dermatitis 
is a distinct T-cell mediated immunological reaction in which dairy or a dietary exposure to specific allergens results in this skin condition. So T-cell mediated immunological reaction, that, that's huge right there. That's, that's where we, that's the meat of it all. So our T-cells are basically the cells that control our immune system. It's what's going to help heal our body. So say, for instance, we're having a really bad skin infection. Well, our body, our immune system, is going to send T-cells to the area to treat it, to fight off any bacteria, any external factors that's coming in and infecting the skin in the area. Those T-cells are our immune system cells. And so when you have a T-cell-mediated immunological reaction, that means that your immune system is actually fighting something that it's not supposed to be fighting, which in this case is going to be the gluten. It's registering it as a foreign body. And then it's going to attack your skin because your skin has pores. It has the way that the gluten is going to come out of your sweat, everything about it. So whenever we ingest gluten and someone has a gluten insensitivity, it's going to start making all of these different weird changes in the body where our immune system is going to start fighting it as if it's a foreign body. And then it's going to it's going to attack our skin cells. It kind of is the same with immune disorders, autoimmune disorders. Whenever the body is fighting something that's not really there, it's going to find something to fight. And that just means that the immune system is just hyper. It's too high. So that that's a whole nother podcast, which is autoimmune disorders. But this can be a part of autoimmune. Um, that was something I had to personally look into for many reasons as far as different symptoms that I was experiencing. Um, but I posted a video uh, the other night about, you know, how red and inflamed I get whenever I drink red wine. And so that is the wine. That is a reaction from basically my intestines taking that wine and causing more inflammation in the body than alcohol already does. And it shows up on my face and my nose because of the rosacea condition that I have. So with rosacea and wine, it's a very common skin issue that's caused by dilated blood vessels and increased blood flow. So the rush of blood and extra pressure underneath the surface can actually make the skin feel inflamed, hot, and tingly. And as you get older, the collagen that surrounds those blood vessels, which help them stay strong, starts to actually wear down. And after a while, your blood vessels lose the ability to shrink back down, so they stay dilated. And with people with rosacea, they're going to find that there are so many different triggers that are going to give them flares and give them flushing. And so you're going to notice the flushing more with uh, fair complexion people, but then with darker skin tone color, um, it's going to be a little bit harder to diagnose, which was my case because I'm, I'm, not, I'm a Fitzpatrick probably three, maybe four. I have French 
skin, but I also have Irish in me from my dad. And my dad has very, very bad rosacea. Rosacea runs on his side of the family very, very severely. So growing up, I never, ever even dreamed of having rosacea just because it was never something that I, when I looked at him and I looked at my skin, I just didn't put them together. So it only makes sense what they're saying as, you know, as you get older, the collagen that surrounds your blood vessels that helps them stay strong starts to wear down. So when you drink wine, that inflammation from that alcohol, because anytime anyone drinks wine, beer, or liquor, it's going to cause inflammation in the body. So for people with rosacea or people with any sort of skin condition like acne or um, eczema or rosacea like we're talking about extra inflammation is never good and gluten can cause inflammation in the body as well so when you have foods or drinks or anything that you're ingesting that cause more inflammation than your body already has it's going to exasperate these conditions and that's why i am so adamant about an anti-inflammatory diet especially in the first few months when we're treating your skin and cutting out those really high inflammatory foods and drinks can give your chance, I mean, give your skin a chance to not have to deal and fight with that inflammation. So that that's pretty much all I have to really say about the food insensitivities and intolerances, because like I said, I'm not a diet, I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a nutritionist, and it would be super awesome to go back to school and learn about all of it and really dive more deeper into it. But I got skin to treat. And all I know is that if I see that you have signs of a gluten allergy or signs of a food insensitivity, I'm going to bring it up and I'm going to have you consider getting an allergy test. I'm not demanding it. I'm not prescribing it. I'm not saying this is it. I'm just saying let's look into it because I've seen too many people that suffer so bad from certain things and never have any let up on progress or results because we're not treating internally. We're treating externally with the products and the treatments and that's only half that's only half of it. So if you feel as though maybe you have a skin a food intolerance or a food allergy, food sensitivity, definitely look into it. Look into dairy, look into gluten, look into sugar, look into wheat, um, there, look into eggs and soy. Because now that we're in our 20s and 30s, and I'm sure maybe some of you are listening are, you know, 40s, 50s, or your teens, I don't know. But I know that my main audience is going to be my age, and that's late 20s and early 30s. And all I'm saying is that the food that was processed back then when we were growing up is not the same today. What we're ingesting is completely different and designed different, chemically created different. We have genetically modified foods and we need to be careful and we need to pay attention to our bodies because we need to stay healthy because our society is getting really unhealthy and it's because of what's being fed to us. It's about what we're cooking in our kitchens. It's about what we're getting, th getting at the drive-thrus. And so 
really digging deep into that is going to help your skin tremendously. And even if you don't have a food insensitivity or a food intolerance, I'm still going to recommend an anti-inflammatory food diet because foods affect us so much whether we notice it or not. That's their purpose. You know, we want to eat good foods that have nutrient-dense, rich-packed antioxidant foods that are going to give us strength and immunity and energy. It's for survival. But when we're feeding ourselves the wrong stuff for our skin type and our body, we're going to feel sick. We're going to feel depressed. We're going to feel anxiety. We're going to feel really run down. We're going to feel fatigued. We're going to feel sick to our stomachs. And we like to blame other stuff. But really, we need to take a look at what we're putting inside our bodies. And our bodies, they are there to tell us. Our skin is here to tell us everything we need to know. All right, guys. So I know this was a short one, short but sweet. If you guys feel as though you have any questions, you guys know you can always reach out to me, av.skinaesthetics at gmail.com. My Instagram is av.aesthetics, and I'm also offering online booking on my website, avaesthetics.wixsite.com slash xoav. And check out my new service menu, check out um, my members club. I just put a Facebook group up that has everybody who is a part of the page, a part of the Instagram. You guys are now in a group and part of my dream for that group is huge. So get in while you can um, and really just start diving into the health of your skin because we only have one that's going to last us for the rest of our life. And I know that this is a priority that a lot of people missed out on, especially in college, especially, you know, growing up in their teens and their early 20s. This was something that was kind of like not really paid attention to. And I feel like as though as we all got get older, we're now starting to really pay attention and really open our eyes. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to guide you with those open eyes. All right, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day and a beautiful night, and we will talk next Thursday at 10 p.m.